0: a business without a brand, you can have a brand without a business. But when you have both connection, community, and relationship as well as transactional elements, then you really got something special. Um, so I guess to answer your question, it's it's twofold. You have to make sure that you're connecting on a level where no matter what you're selling, people just vibe with you. They want, they want to be a part of what you want to, what you're creating. And I call that the ice cream party.
1: You're listening to the Branding Gems Podcast. A podcast that is not just interviews and conversations. It's to bring you guys the best of the best women in branding and business to answer this question. What are your top three valuable tips and lessons that you learned along the way? And then we discuss it. To fuel your passion-filled lifestyle business, I promise to bring you the best of the best women in branding and business, and together we can grow and learn from the extracted advice that they provide. I'm Peggy Bree, and let's get growing welcome back to this new episode I'm so glad you're here I'm just so excited that I get to announce that next month I have another sponsor and it's from Zencastr's creator network so I'm so excited to share them next month and a personal update is that I am in Columbia and I'll be back in Toronto in a months or so which is so wild but I'm definitely going to come back to this town in Columbia. It is my home and I'm going to make it a permanent stay and live between here and Toronto and I'm going to bring my dog next time. I miss her and yeah so I without further ado have in amazing listen to this episode i love this guest so much and i know you will too and if you haven't already definitely rate this podcast on apple or follow it on spotify anything can help and just even clicking on previous podcast episodes will help because we're about almost about 900 listens in total which is wild so definitely feel free to listen to older episodes or just share this podcast let's bring this podcast up i will be so appreciative of that i truly just love supporting women helping them learn from each other and just listening to these cool purpose-driven brands i think it's so interesting to hear so much insight and insider tips and advice from such amazing women so Talk to you soon. Bye. Welcome to Branding Gems. I'm so excited to have this. And so to introduce this lovely guest. So in 2016, Ja'Kya left the corporate side of beauty as a lead brand manager for brands like Giorgio Marnie. Lancome and philosophy to pursue her dream of traveling the world. Along the way, she reconnected with her unique gift of highly engaged storytelling, built a community of over 20,000, was featured in publications like Oprah Magazine, and worked to grow hundreds of companies and personal brands with her fresh branding strategies and techniques she now consults tired 9 to fibers entrepreneurs influencers full-time business owners and everyday grammars alike on strategies and systems she's used on 4 million to 400 million businesses to transform aspiring entrepreneurs into business owners ideas into income and stories into impact by building a solid business around their stories, skills, and expertise. Welcome Jakiaya.
0: Yes, thank you. Thanks for that introduction. <laughs> I'm, I'm like wow I've done a lot actually. <laughs> yeah
1: it's a moment when you're like listening to all your accomplishments and just like everything that you have been through up to now it's it's a moment for sure (laughs) and i'm actually like so excited to connect like it's been like i feel like i've been like we've been in touch for like all these years or even more and it's like finally face to face even if it's like on video yeah Yeah. and it's like so it's so tremendous to like see you grow like it's a lot of fun Mm -hmm. to see that and i'm like so excited for that like growth is growth is something that 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 doesn't i feel like when you're when you see people grow and you see how great of an impact they are like what they're doing like it's it's such an inspiration so like i'm so
0: excited to have you thank you i know i'm excited to reconnect you've been there from the beginning we've been you know we're supporting each other from the beginning of our journeys and it's nice to kind of um recap. (laughs) That is true.
1: So let's dive right in. What are your top three tips on branding and business? And let's start with number one. Yes.
0: Um, So number one is, and I preach this all the time, it is a long game. So um, it's, you know, there's no such thing as an overnight success. I really do believe it's a marathon and not a sprint, Um, And it's not something that you can just wake up and have an idea and try to have it executed by tomorrow. Um, Like my friend, Lauren Rosa Miller says, it's a 150 year plan. So we're working on legacy. And that extends beyond our time allotted here on earth. So like,
1: you got to really be committed. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. It's, It's true. Like it is a long-term game. So how would you say to like set yourself up for that long-term game? Is that usually set from the beginning or is it kind of like sprints where you're just setting it like in between and along the way?
0: Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. I think from the beginning, um, understanding the mindset and understanding that, um, you know, you're shifting from an employee mindset to a, an owner or, um, you know, a business, a business executive as, as you will. So you're going to, you're going to operate a little bit differently. Um, And so you really have to get out of that mentality of I'm just showing up and executing and then going home and clocking out. It just doesn't really work that way. Um, So I think from the beginning it's committing to the attitude and the mentality and the mindset And then throughout the way, of course, we're all human. We lose motivation, discipline, consistency, all the things. So it's just when you're really kind of slowing down, learn how to rest and restore and then figure out how to bounce back. And it's really a game of resilience, right? So it's like you're going to slow down, but like the comeback is just as important as how you started.
1: Hmm. so what are some way like so what are some things that you usually like to surround yourself with or like you like to put into practice or like habit when you're on this course of this huge game like do, is it like community is it kind of like um just continual um like active um work like what is that like
0: Yeah, that's a great question. I would say, of course, community. And obviously we talked about that when we first got on the call, but um, how, you know, you just have people that you may not even know they're, they're kind of like strangers um, supporting you and pushing you along. That's very important. Also um, you know, affirmation. So sometimes, you know, you're going to feel like you're alone and really affirming, Um, your ability to do it and your confidence and really making sure that, um, you are your biggest cheerleader, I think is, is so super important. Um, and then I would say the third thing is you have to have this undying determination and will to succeed. I I don't think people who don't have a lot of motivation that don't have a lot of discipline and that don't have a lot of, um, like will, I don't think starting a business is, is is the road for those types of people, and that's fine because we need we need both types of people. But if you want to really succeed, like you have to be that type of person that is, by any means necessary, I am going to accomplish this goal and make it work. So great for type A types of people, um, or you know. Um, And if you if you're not that type of person, having those types of people in your corner is very important.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so good. You're so right. Like, I think there really is a distinction of like people who are like so purpose driven, and people who really do enjoy just like working. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But there really is that category, like um, that exists. Like it's real. So I love that. Yes. Yes. And before we get on to tip number two, I was wondering, like, I loved your bio when it said like ideas to income and stories into impact. So what does that, what does that mean to you?
0: Yes. Um, so uh, your brand is your story, right? Like in, and everyone's kind of like the market's so saturated and there's already someone that's doing this. There's always already someone that's doing that, but The way that you do it and the story that you bring to it is your unique value and no one can copy your walk. Like They can't walk in your shoes and they can't um, imitate your story. So I think um, really making sure that you bring that to the forefront of your brand is important and it will create that impact um, because there's someone that can relate to um, either a key moment in your life, a turning point. Um, a hurdle that you overcame. Um, you know, there, there's something in there that um, will eventually uh, inspire someone to take an action or just, just to feel differently and to change their mindset. Um, so, story is very important. Any brand that you consume or think of, there's a story behind it. Um, But when it's more so a person, I think it's easier to tap in and to connect and to make that impact. Um, So for me, you know, when I quit my job in 2016, a lot of people weren't talking about quitting their jobs. They weren't naming the jobs they were quitting. And they definitely weren't quitting jobs that seemed kind of like a dream job. So I was working for, you know, L'Oreal and these, you know, huge beauty companies we were partnering with Sephora and Glamour magazine and all this stuff, which it was a dream job at the time, and I'm super grateful for that experience. But the the burnout and the passion, the lack of passion, um, just led me to leaving and traveling the world, um, and then reconnecting later with my you know my my skill set of marketing and branding. So telling that story is is impactful. Um, and I feel like it's definitely a part of my legacy. And so whatever your unique story is really combing through it and understanding how that can connect to other people, um, is where you're going to make the impact. And then I would say ideas to income, because a lot of times we have ideas and they just stay that ideas. Um, but when we have a structure and a process and you're addressing a need of a consumer, you can turn the idea into something that is profitable and can give you access to, you know, financial freedom and flexibility.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. I love that. I love that. It's, like, interesting that shift from, like, just a brand to a, an actual business. Yeah. And even, like, the words are different. Like, just, see, like, like needs of consumers or, like, yeah. look, you know, it's it's interesting, like, that transition. Yes. So, I find that, like, what would you... What are your sort of tips for people who are looking to transition from brands to literally, like, a
0: business? Yes. Yeah, so, for me, um, these are my definitions. So, for me, a brand is... Your community, your audience, and the impact that you have on them, how you're building connection and how you're establishing relationships. That is the branding piece. Um, you know, people think, of course, like logo and fonts, those things are important, but at the core of it all is what is the connection? And then a business is something that solves a problem. And when you solve that problem, you create a transaction. Someone is paying you. You know, to fill in a gap or to solve a problem or to make something easier or to save time, energy, money, um, labor, whatever it is. So, that is a business. You can have a business without a brand. You can have a brand without a business. But when you have both connection, community, and relationship, as well as transactional. Elements, then you really got something special. Um, so, I guess to answer your question, it's it's twofold. You have to make sure that you're connecting on a level where no matter what you're selling, people just vibe with you. They want to. They want to be a part of what you want to. What you're creating, and I call that the ice cream theory. So, uh, what does that mean? That means no matter what, like if you are selling shoes today or courses or um, Instagram filters and then tomorrow you decide to open an ice cream truck, your people are gonna be up and down the block, lined up, ready to buy your ice cream. That's the ice cream theory. That only happens when you build a strong brand with connection and conviction and a relationship. So that's kind of the difference. So either you have an ice cream truck and people are trickling in because it's just a business and they don't know who you are and they don't really care. Or you have an ice cream truck, which is the business, and you have the brand, which is the relationships and the connection. So people are showing up and they're lining up and down the run, around the block, no matter what, because it's you that's opening this ice cream truck. So that's kind of how I like to define the two.
1: Yeah, oh my gosh, that is like golden advice and golden tip. Like that is so well said and so well put and so straightforward and just it just makes so much sense. Like it makes so much sense to have it together and it's like it's like combining the heart and the business together and and community, which is so which is so lovely. It's, a, it's nice to support someone, a business that has that strong heart and community who are so in support of the, your business and so in support of the brand and mission and all of that. So I love that. Ashley, what is your second tip in branding business?
0: Yeah, um, I, I think that kind of rolls into my second tip, which is um, don't forget your vision your why. Um, So why are you doing this? And a lot of times it is for the betterment of a community or a group of people. Um, So for me, for example, the reason why I decided to package my marketing and branding skills at an affordable rate for everyday businesses is because I want to help create generational wealth for black and brown people. And, um, you know, there weren't a lot of options out there for small businesses to hire brand strategists and marketing people without spending tens of thousands of dollars. So I basically created my offer into a mini agency for small businesses to just get off the ground. And my belief is once they get off the ground, you can figure it out from there and you can start building out a team. But one of the biggest challenges for people of color is actually getting off the ground. We don't get a lot of funding. We don't have a lot of money to um, you know, benefit from from our families. And a lot of times we were just growing up trying to survive, so we didn't really learn a lot of these business and branding skills. Um, so that's, that's my why and my vision. I want to close that gap. Now, if you forget why you're doing it, you may burn out, you may get demotivated. You may, um, only do it for the money and and the money is great and everything, but that's, to me, that's not enough. So it's really like, would you be able to wake up and do this every day, even if you weren't getting paid? And that means you really have an intrinsic value and a motivator, um, that's driving you beyond material things. Mm -hmm. That's so
1: good. It's so true. It's just like having that purpose and that drive is gonna exist long term than just having a passion that just fires and goes and comes and goes. So that makes so much sense. And I know that you mentioned, I love that you're closing the gap for like brown and black people and people of color. Like that is such an avenue that it's interesting because like because of this whole year and all of that, the conversation just became extra amplified. Like, what do you think about that? Like, I know that there was I remember, I would always remember, like, last year, when everyone was doing that whole like black box thing on Instagram. And then I will always remember your statement, which I totally love. It's like, uh, we have to remember, like, the, it's not just gonna be like, a, a general, like, mass of a, of a conversation. Like, it has to be, like, well said down the road and in the course. So what is your thoughts on all that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's about time, right? I think Black and brown people have been struggling in the world, and specifically America, for, for a long time. And it's a shame that um, you know the murder and brutality of Black people had to spark this conversation, paired with a pandemic when people were just sitting at home and had nothing else to do. So everything happens in divine timing, and 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 you know George Floyd, you know rest his soul, was a martyr and just a marker for the world to wake up, and it had to happen during a still moment for people to actually pay attention, um, and a pivotal moment, the election. So it was just like the perfect storm of all of the the bad things at once to create something good. Um, so I think that, you know, I think a lot of things I could go on forever about this topic because activism is one of my core values, but, um, in short, um, I don't really love the fact that brands are just trying to take advantage to be on the, the trend and jump on the bandwagon um, as a brand or business, diversity, equity, inclusion, DEI should always be a part of your, your brand, your story, and the way you build your business. So. And I understand people are waking up and saying, oh, we were not privy to this, which I feel like there's no excuse, but now you are. Um, So every business and brand needs to be thinking about the majority, because black and brown people are the majority. I don't care what people are saying, like this is a fact in the world um, and people need to face reality. Um, The second thing is, um, yeah, it's not a trend right? Like we, we called it like the summer of ally shit because it was just a summer and then everyone went back to their regular scheduled programs. So I think that, um, the conversation still has to go on and, you know, there's all of this, um, opinion on social media do I talk about it or does it ruin my brand, my brand message? And it's like, it's not about, does it ruin your feed and your brand message? This is a social issue that everyone needs to, facing and is facing it doesn't matter uh if it fits your feed and are the colors and all of those things like I think we're getting a little bit uh distracted by um the look of brands Mm -hmm. if that makes sense Mm -hmm. that makes
1: so much sense I love that we are just I love that we're able to surface this conversation again because it's not a season, like you mentioned, like it's not something that just comes and pass. Like it's something that is so that should be a strong conversation and that it has to hold. Like it's not something fleeting. So I love that. And I love that we're, I love that in this time, we're able to really have businesses and brands speak on this. And it's, even though it, it seems like it's a trend, but it, it's still important. Like it keeps that conversation going and it's how it's holding up and it's not, and it's not about wanting it to hold up and, and then it pass. Like we want it to be like, like still and strong and stand. Like I, that's why it's so important to just have these. So I love that.
0: Yeah. And we don't only want it to be a conversation, right? Like we need true change. That is what activism is by definition. Um, So we need people to feel equal and to be equal. We need equal opportunities. We need equal pay. We need um, the respect of women's bodies. We need black and brown people to stop dying in the streets. We need better immigration um, protection, like we need all those things. So yes, as a brand, you're talking about it, but also what are the actions behind it? Because real people are suffering and it's not just a strategy. This is a, an epidemic in my opinion. Um, so it's, it's like, you know, what, uh, about your brand are you doing? And Hey, if money is the answer, that is fine. If you donate, a hundred thousand or a million a year to to these organizations that are driving change. Great. Like we will take that. You don't have to be the ones in the streets. Maybe money is the way your business contributes and we need that as well. So it's thinking further than just incorporating, Oh, let me throw an Asian person in the Instagram. (laughs) Uh, It's more than that. Right. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's so good. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I love that because each business and brand are so unique to whatever mission that they have. So whatever way that they can contribute, Mm -hmm. like what you said, is like it is to do what they can for their unique business and brand and and just making sure that they try Mm -hmm. at least or they, you know, have or they just make that effort and wanting to. So I love that. Oh, so good. And what is your third tip in branding? And business? Yes. So
0: I would say these were all a lot, <laughs> but my third tip um, I would say is, and it's easier said than done, but it's try to stay true to yourself. Um, it's so easy to go down the comparison game to look at other people. I get DMS and messages and emails all the time about, oh, well, so-and-so was doing this and I'm comparing myself. And it's just not healthy for your mental health and for your business. Um, I, I use this, I have a lot of sayings and quotes and mantras, but one of them is only you can do what you do, how you do it. And that's true. Like you have a unique, special sauce and you have to have the confidence to tap into that. And you got to be able to walk into a room and own it and not be thinking about Susie Q has 200,000 followers, right? Like getting out of this um, social media world is, is, is very key because it's just not real. Like, yes, social media is a great amplifier. It is a great way. That's how we connected. That's how we tell our stories. It's a great way to get visibility, but it is not the end all be all Um, It's a means to an end and it's not the end. So once we can get out of that mindset of likes, follower, count and, um, you know, engagement rates and things and really think about what you're building again, going back to point one, what's your 150 year plan? And point two, what vision are you trying to push if you go back to those two things, then you will be able to get out of the comparison game. And it's normal. We're human. You're going to compare yourself. But if you have to block people, mute them, delete, you have to get off Instagram for a week or two and stop looking at, at other people. Um, change your feed up a little bit because I know a lot of us, we just follow people that are in our industry. I don't really do that. I follow my clients I follow beauty brands because I am in the beauty industry. I follow fashion stuff. I don't even follow quote unquote competitors or people doing the same thing as me because I don't even want that in my mind. Um, and, and, so, you know, getting out of that comparison game is important. And one tip of how, because everyone's always like, well, how do I do that? So one tip is create before you consume so don't go looking for inspiration just create out of your own mind your own heart your own creativity and your own ideas and you're going to create something fire and then put it out there before you start looking at oh well it's not as good as everyone else's just you know you're very confident until you see yeah. someone else so don't look at anybody else <laughs>
1: yeah 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 <laughs> Oh, that's so good! I it's interesting because it kind of seems like relearning. Because like it's 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 like when when people always taught like a traditional route of like oh you have to have like a competitor analysis or like having to do all these like research into your niche, which is such a traditional way to like. I guess, to teach marketing and to teach branding. And I love that this in this way, you're like, it's like relearning the actual realities of the world and relearning what is true to your unique business and brand and how you're able to like function and run it. it's interesting. So what are your thoughts on that traditional like learning in
0: that? Yeah, that's a great question. So I definitely run my business that way because I do. That's a great point. My techniques and tactics are based on marketing and branding um, theory and implementation from my degrees and also from, you know, some of the biggest marketing companies in the world. Like L'Oreal is not really a beauty company, it is a marketing company. These people know how to market their butts off. So I do believe in the competitor analysis. I do that for my clients, um, but uh, I think what is important is to first extract what is it that you do that's so unique and that you're passionate about and that's different. And every time I work on a client and, and help them with their brand strategy, I talk to them first and I understand what is it that they do that is, you know, great, better, different, exciting, passionate, whatever. And then we go and look at quote unquote competitors and we're saying, okay, this is what's I don't even really like to call it competitors. It's market analysis. This is what's happening in the market. So, you're trying to start a, um, let me give you one of my clients, for example. You're trying to start a clothing brand for kids, right? And you have this unique story and this unique skill set and this passion. Then, what we do is we go and look at the market and we say, here are the top five brands that are. Um, similar or in the realm of what you're trying to do and here's what they do great. Here's where they have opportunity areas. Um, And this is where we can fill the gap and be different from those brands. So the competitor part competitor slash market analysis is super important because as a brand and a business, you have to know what is going on around you and you cannot skip that part. And this is key and they are not teaching you this on Instagram. So I'm so glad you brought this up. Um, because, um, on Instagram, one second. okay, there we go. Um, so on, on Instagram and traditional kind of like people who teach, quote unquote, marketing and branding on Instagram, they're just going to tell you, know your story, put out content um, and you know use reels or grow followers or whatever. But behind the scenes, you are understanding the basis of marketing. Who's the market? What's the market? What's the pricing structure to base yourself against? Who are the competitors in the market and what are they doing and what are the gaps and what are the opportunities? Like you have to have some of that traditional marketing basis in order to really build something yeah. sustainable.
1: So good. So it's it's still it's that it's like that foundation basically, and having that structured with your you know, structure and systems, which is so you. And it's so important to still have, and even even if we're in this non-traditional avenue like there still needs that foundation which is so yeah like like we can't
0: just go out there and throw paint at a wall and call it a painting right like there has to be um, some type of method and process and I feel like Instagram and social media has um, hidden the fact that there is a true method and science and process to marketing and branding. Um, and that's why a lot of people are not succeeding and they're frustrated because they're only seeing grow followers, create content, have brand colors and a nice feed. But what they don't understand is the science that goes into, um, you know, the the, the, the four Ps, the, what's your positioning statement? I'm sure you know all these things, but the, the real, the real nitty gritty of the, the marketing, um, you know, what's the landscape look like? How are you priced against everybody else in the market? Like you're not just making up a price, right? So a lot of those things I think are lost. And so I'm glad we're highlighting this so that people can learn to seek the right information to really build something that lasts.
1: Yeah. Oh, so good. I'm so excited to have you. And before we like end off this I guess, like, do you have any interesting story that has happened in your business and brand journey that has helped shape who you are today? Oof,
0: interesting story. I mean, I think everything is a combination of every little moment of my life and everything from growing up, you know, black in the South and a predominantly white area, raised by a single mother, um, all the way to betting on myself, moving to New York, and being picked, um, a, you know, out of thousands of people to do one of the hardest internships there there are in, in New York, which is working in beauty and fashion, all the way to moving to um, the continent. I live in the park in Senegal, um, you know, meeting my husband, marrying my husband, moving here, and growing my business here. I mean, there's just so many little points on the map that Have made me who I am. And it's the same for anyone else. Like all those little cumulations of moments, like, is your story and it makes you who you are. So it's hard to pinpoint one thing, but it's just like event after event after event continues to unveil itself and form um, your legacy and your footprint. Oh, so
1: good. It's so beautifully said and I'm just so excited for all those little points to have come and things and more to come later. Like it's so yes. exciting to see all that. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> and I guess like so what's next in your world? What is next?
0: Yeah, what's next? Um, you know, creating, um continuing to grow brands, continuing to put the knowledge and information out there. So all the free smoke was so free smoke for me is is just free branding advice and information of a lot of the things we talked about um, that that people don't know about making um, you know making it work in your brand in your business. So you can always follow me at Jocaya Brown Chow on Instagram um, and and Twitter um, for all of the the free smoke and yeah you know just making sure that. I'm continuing to um, serve for my vision and and help black and brown people really create and pass down that generational wealth. So anything under that umbrella is what is to come next. Um, And yeah, right now, if you really want to understand the basis of branding and marketing and really figure out a good start for your business without having to get tripped up by all the jargon and all the complexities of marketing. I have a training that is called Brunch, which is my signature method um, that will teach you how to start your brand in six steps. Um, And you can be on your way after those six steps. And so you can find that on my website, thetravelingpro.com slash brunch. Um, And yeah, it's just really a a way to help you get started and understand the intricacies without distraction. And then, you know, the idea is once you build your brand and your business and you're you're really up and running, you can have brunch every day. You can have the freedom and flexibility to kind of do what you want and, and, and have those moments where it's not so rigorous and structured like a corporate job.
1: That's exciting. And thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. Before we sign off, actually, just a question that just randomly came up. Um, you mentioned the travelingfo.com And then what I would always remember are those, um, was it headbands or what was it? It was so cool. Oh, yeah, like, that cool shop. shop. Yeah. How, is, how was that like? Like, is it still, like, in progress? No, the shop yeah, is was gone. So yes. yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, thank you. So I used to have a shop where I created, curated things from Dakar and sold them all over the world. Yes. Um, so another stream of revenue and just a way to push one of my other core values, which is um, you know bringing Africa to the world and changing the narrative from this negative connotation that has been created. Um, but yeah, the shop is discontinued. Maybe something will come up in the future. Uh, but um, you know, as I preach to my followers and clients, it's really focus on one thing and get really, really good at it and master your lane. And once you master your lane, you can move into something else. So closing the shop was, um, you know, me really trying to focus on my lane, which is which is storytelling, branding, and marketing. And then maybe one day we'll we'll come back with a shop once I. Uh, you know, really master this lane. And thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. You're just such a
1: strategy queen and in brand and marketing. Like that's exactly what I think of when I, when I think of you, when I think of that. So that's, and that's exactly what you um, are, are looking to have. So that's perfect. So yes. Yeah. So thank you again. Thank and we're going to sign off. Okay. Thank Bye. you. Thank you for having me. Life. you made it to the end as per usual if you haven't already follow me on instagram for all my faith and digital nomad and podcast updates i will see you there oh, introduce yourself i'm